Welcome to Reviews That Scare with Jess and Blair. I'm Jess. And I'm Blair. Blair, how are you? I'm doing pretty good, man. Yourself? I'm doing all right. I'm very congested. You're very congested? Yeah, I don't know what the heck is going on. Uh, the weather has taken a turn for the worse. Winter version number four or five. Four or five. <laughs> here we are, and it usually is on days when Blair comes to visit. Days I have to drive to the other end of the city. Yep, so I unfortunately will be blaming Blair for the <laughs> shit weather. So thank you very much, friend. Oh, the roads were very bad coming over here today. Oh, goodness. This is an exciting day. Um, not only are we in person, but we will be reviewing our third found footage film for the month of February which is Found Footage Month. Yes. And this is a good one that we're going to be talking about today. But before we do that, what do you say we chat a little bit about horror news? You got anything, Blairski? Nothing really. Okay. Um, we did see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Oh, did we ever? I think we saw that. What was it? Wednesday night, I believe we the saw 15th, that. The 15th, yeah. We will be recording a bonus episode for that movie... Today, yeah, which will be released uh, probably within a week's time, so stay tuned for that. But we did see Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, and it was it was a fun time. If nothing else, the atmosphere in the theater was bonkers. <laughs> it was great. People yeah. were loving this movie, or at least they were they were loving watching it with other people who have the same feelings about the movie. People seem to be enjoying it, at least. Yeah, right? maybe not for the reasons the director or the creators intended, but uh, people were enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll talk about that, I guess, on that episode. Oh, we'll for do, sure. We'll discuss, more in, we'll discuss more in the episode. Um, the only other piece of horror news I have is upon release of this episode, mm. which will be Monday the 20th of February, we will only be 15 days away from the release of Scream 6. How crazy is that? It's coming fast, man. Oh, I am excited. I am. This is one we've been waiting on for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, and they've just been teasing us and teasing us and teasing us. This one's going to be great. They've been teasing us for a long time. They're expecting that this is going to be the biggest uh, box office date for the Scream franchise. I is this one. I can see that. So can I. Like, the last one did really, really well. And then this one, um, I mean, they had a Super Bowl trailer. Like, this is going to be a big deal. There's a lot of hype for this one. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got a few pieces of horror news. A uh, couple episodes back, we talked about Eli Roth and his Thanksgiving project. We did. New news on that. According to Deadline.com, Patrick Dempsey, a.k.a. Dr. McDreamy. Is in talks to star. <laughs> Big uh, Grey's Anatomy fan, Blairski. <laughs> Never seen it, bro. Don't lie. <laughs> oh goodness! And the movie is set to begin shooting next month. Okay. So hopefully he's uh, he's he's on board. He's in talks to star right now, but they're hoping to start shooting next month. <laughs> Apparently, he just released a Valentine's Day special virtual reality experience dr mcdreamy no eli oh, roth okay <laughs> two different experiences for valentine's day 
I do have a VR headset, but I have not checked it out yet. He also did a special for Halloween, which I did watch on VR, and it was pretty fucking sweet. Okay. Pretty cool. Cool. I know that he's done like the, the what is it, the history of of horror on, yeah. on Shudder and things like that. So looking forward to Thanksgiving. I think it's going to be very over the top, very fun. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the second piece of news that I have is uh, I am a legend. Of course, the uh, post-apocalyptic Will Smith vampire movie are they vampires in that movie can zombies I be, can i be honest yeah i've never seen it yeah <laughs> uh but anyways a sequel has been announced uh and it will star will smith and michael b jordan okay no date is listed as far as filming goes there's no director currently attached to this film fresh news just announced but spoiler alert i believe in the original Will Smith, I Am Legend, he dies at the end of the movie. <laughs> so I think what they're going to do or try to do is uh, it's going to be like an alternate ending to the first one where he survives. Okay. <laughs> How exciting. <laughs> That's all I have for horror news. What do you say we get right into this episode? Let's do it, buddy. Today, for our third found footage movie of February, we will be doing 2015's Hell House LLC. Runtime on this one, one hour, 33 minutes. Perfect runtime. You were saying that there's a director's cut of this one. There is a director's cut, and I think the runtime on that is about two hours, ten minutes. So significantly longer. I was going to say, that's a big difference. For sure it is. Um, I thought for this one, one hour, 33 minutes was perfect. Oh, it was. It yeah. was. Uh, fun facts on this one. Do you got anything? Yeah, so Hell House LLC. Are you aware of what LLC stands for? No, and this is something that we've talked about in the past where it's like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> I never knew, but after some research last night, after watching the movie, it means Limited Liability Company. Okay. So it's just the name of their company, Hell House LLC. Gotcha. Right? Now, do we know what that means, Limited Liability Company? If anything was to happen on site, they wouldn't get sued kind of thing? I'd imagine so. I'm yeah. not 100% sure. But at least we know what LLC means. Um, now we do. Kind of different that they would put that as the name of the movie. But uh, instead of just Hell House, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, it is cool now that we know what it means that the title is, okay, the company of the people who are putting up this haunted attraction. That's kind of cool. You know, it's for sure cool. But um, like the average person who goes to watch it, they'll probably be like, what the fuck does LLC mean? And they could have probably have gotten away with just calling it Hell House. Right. Yeah. Uh, what else you got for fun facts? Uh, there are two sequels. Uh, yeah. The second one is called, uh, how do you pronounce that? Abaddon Hotel? Is it uh, Abaddon? Abaddon. Abaddon? Abaddon Hotel. And the third one is called Lake of Fire. Yeah. Not seen either, but the original, the one we just watched, the one we're reviewing, yeah. definitely has the highest ratings out of all of them. I, I can't remember if I've seen the other ones. I feel like I have. I have not. I know for sure I have It might have just been a fever dream. <laughs> I, I, I don't recall. I don't recall. I feel like I have. I don't know. Um, the last fun fact I have is there's a scene where Paul, one of the characters, is running out of a strobe-lit room. Yeah. Uh, just frightened beyond yeah. all belief. And he throws up. That is real. That was not scripted. Gnarly. And I'm wondering if the strobe lights maybe got to him. Could have been. I know it makes a lot of people like really uh, dizzy and yeah, just messes with their, I don't know, vomit <laughs> muscles. 
<laughs> Vomit muscle. Um, we'll get into that scene later, but... It's a scary scene, There man. is quite a few scary, creepy scenes in this movie, and that one is one of them. Definitely one of them. Yeah. Um, I've got a fun fact here. Filming was shot at an actual haunted house attraction in Pennsylvania. Which is so cool. Even though the movie takes place in New York. Yeah. I think there's even a scene where they're like the... The cops show up and they clearly have Pennsylvania license plates. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, the actual haunted house attraction is called Haunting at the Waldorf Hotel. And it is still open. That is really cool. Yeah. That would really be cool. so cool to go to. Directed by Stephen Cognetti. Also directed Hell House LLC 2 and Hell House LLC 3. He is also currently directing Hell House LLC Origins. The Carmichael Manor. Oh, really cool. Yeah, I don't have much information on that besides the fact that he's directing it. But uh, yeah, after seeing this one, I'm excited for any other Hell House movies that are coming well, out. I gotta watch the number two and number three. Yeah, agreed. Um, probably as soon as possible. Absolutely. Uh, written by also Stephen Cognetti. Uh, he has written all of the Hell House movies, uh, which is pretty cool. Big cast. There's. Um, Five main characters in this movie, and they were all fantastic. Uh, starring Gore Abrams as Paul O'Keefe. He was also in Hell House LLC 3, Lake of Fire. Okay. Danny Dallini as Alex Taylor. Also starred in Hell House LLC 2 and 3. Now, I don't know if these are stock footage um, or if they are actually in the movie. Well, I've thought all the characters died. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm going to chalk it up for similar to the Paranormal Activity episode as there's maybe a lot of stock footage. Yeah, okay. Which um, makes sense. He also starred in a movie called Burning Man, the musical. <laughs> Player's favorite musical. Uh, also starring Ryan Jennifer Jones as Sarah Havel was in Hell House LLC 3 and was a writer on the TV show The Flight Attendant. Which is a pretty big TV show. I've never even heard of it. It has a... Well, who's her name? Kaylee... I want to say Kaylee Coco, but I don't... Kay, uh, Kaylee Cuckoo. Thank you. From yeah. uh, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. and Yeah. So, a very big show. Uh, also starring Jared Hacker as Tony Prescott. Also starring Hell House LLC 3, Like a Fire. And finally, Adam Schneider as Mac. Also starring Hell House LLC 2 and Hell House LLC 3. Not a whole lot of massive credits for this cast. No. Um, they've all done a lot of things. Nothing that um, jumped out at me, which is kind of surprising. Because yeah, because they were they really good. Really good. Synopsis for 2015's Hell House LLC, courtesy of IMDB. Five years after an unexplained malfunction causes the death of 15 tour goers and staff. On the opening night of a Halloween haunted house tour, a documentary crew travels back to the scene of the tragedy to find out what really happened. Creepy. It's a fucking creepy movie, man. It is a little bit different than the found footage movies we've watched so far, where it jumps back and forth between the found footage um, scenes and then the documentary scenes. Yeah, it's almost shot as a... Well, obviously a documentary, but it's almost kind of shot as a news story. Yeah. Um, covering all aspects of the event. About this tragedy. Yeah. Uh, that leads to one of our favorite segments. 
Kill Count. Kill Count. The time of the show we count. The Kills. Larsky, what do you got for Kill Count for Hell House LLC? Well, watching the movie, it's really hard to decipher what the actual kill count is. But according to the World Wide Web, 15 people died in the tragic event opening night at Hell House LLC. So that's just the opening night. That's just the opening night deaths. And that's the only kill count I could find was 15. But I don't think that includes the news reporter and camera guy who die at the very end of the movie. So we'll say 15, maybe 17? 15, probably Most likely 17. Yeah, Okay. Um, This leads to our likes-dislikes section, which is the segment of the show where we just talk about our likes and we talk about our dislikes. What we liked, what we didn't like, etc. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Um, This one for me, heavy in the likes. Me too, actually. Me too. Um, What do you got off the top of your dome? Well, I love the way it was filmed. The documentary style and news story style of this movie was really fucking cool. Yeah. As you said, different than the first two found footage movies we've watched. Pretty unique. Really liked it. I loved every single scene that had that creepy ass clown in it. (sighs) That was one of my likes slash dislikes. If you do not like clowns, if clowns are a phobia, do not watch this movie because it won't help. It won't help with that phobia. That is such a scary-looking clown. It gets up there with Pennywise and um, Art. I was thinking the same thing. It's like this clown is... Yeah, it's terrifying. It's so creepy. Um, I've got a dislike here. Okay. Right off the bat. All right. So I loved the acting in the found footage section of the movie, which is... Majority. 85% of it, 90% of it. I felt like the documentary section, so especially at the beginning, felt a little bit scripted. I agree. Compared to the first two films that we've reviewed this month for Found Footage Month, I felt that it was just a bit scripted. Once they actually get into the found footage, it feels supernatural. Yeah. They all work really, really well together. But there's times with the documentary interviews, it seems a bit rehearsed. I agree. Um, with that as well, I also have another kind of dislike. Yeah. I hate... In this movie, and in just any found footage movies, where the camera cuts out or gets staticky. Yep. And it almost seems like there's interference in what you're seeing. Yeah. And I fucking hate that. Yeah. And that happens, you know, quite a bit in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, there are so many great jump scares. Yes. A jump scare to me are ones that you see coming and they still scare the shit out of you. (laughs) There must have been five or six jump scares, if not more, in this movie that it's like, oh, it's predictable. I know that it's coming. And when it happens, it happens the exact same way that I'm picturing it, and it still gets me. Like, it is so scary. How do you feel about the fact that they go back to some of the scenes in case you missed it? So there are certain scenes where the camera pans very quickly, and this one scene, for example, there's a black mass, like a black shadow standing in the corner. On the original scene, if you pay attention, you can see it. Yeah. But in case you missed it, they do go back in slow motion yeah. and show you the image of what was seen. I don't know. There's part of me that uh, really likes it because I, I caught a few of them right off the bat. And I was like, did I? There, there was something there, right? 
And then when it goes back and does it in slow-mo, it's like, oh, yeah, like, I, I caught that, too. Like, it makes you feel a part of it. Yeah. But also, it's like, oh, it, I, it would have been just as fine, I think, going ahead and just being like, I think I saw something. Because I feel like that's how haunted attractions work. And it keeps suggesting. Like, I, I feel like I saw something there, but you got to keep moving. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. there's people behind you. You keep moving. But I think I saw something. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was super cool. Um, what do you think about the music in this one? Especially like that that piano that they kept coming back to. So, I have no notes about kind of the score or music in the movie, but the piano. Yeah. The songs played on the piano are just scary tones. Yeah. Out of tune piano. Yeah. So it's already creepy enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, very, very scary, man. And I love the idea of found footage movies taking place in haunted attractions. Yeah. There's this one, Houses of October Built. Yes. Is another good one. Yep. It's um, two things that both me and Jesse have always said to each other that we would love to do are open a haunted attraction and make a movie. And this film covers both. Yeah. So going off of that, that is like, I think one of our long-term dreams is to open up our own haunted attraction. And that leads to another one of my dislikes. Okay. Which is this movie makes me second guess wanting to open up a haunted attraction. (laughs) It's just like, if this is what it is, especially like putting it together, it's like, I would not be able to work in there by myself late at night in a basement. Like there's no, there's no way that's happening. No. And these guys are living there for the time being. Like they're staying nights at this place. And I would say half of the crew seems completely unfazed with everything that's going on and there's stuff going on i mean they go downstairs and there's pentagrams scroll like painted on the wall bibles laying all over the floor red flag it's like all right well you guys stay here i'm gonna wait in the car yeah right oh my goodness um do you have anything else for uh, likes dislikes um just another dislike um they didn't really explain uh, any of the paranormal happenings other than the fact the builder of the hotel yeah. might have been the leader of a cult yeah. and he hung himself yeah. in the building. Yeah. But other than that, nothing's really explained at all. No. And I'm curious if the sequels, I, I feel like maybe the second one or even the third one go a bit more in depth or at I least I'm hoping they go more into depth because that was another uh, an issue I had. This leads to one of our favorite segments Lessons we learned from watching 2015's Hell House, LLC. Lessons we learned from watching. Insert title of movie here. Did you learn any valuable lessons? Well, I learned one thing watching the movie, but I do think it's an important one. Okay. And that is to do your research before investing in real estate. (laughs) All of this would have been avoided if they just picked a different spot. I'm, I'm curious if uh, they maybe, they obviously got a good deal. Oh, clearly. They had to have. <laughs> clearly. Oh my goodness, that place was a dump. Yeah, it was. <laughs> but who knows, the, uh, the market is currently out of whack, so anything is possible. <laughs> it's true this day and age. You learned anything else? No, that's all I have written down. Man. I've got two here. First one, follow your gut. If weird things start happening and your gut is telling you to get out, you should get out. Yeah. (laughs) The second one I have here is never trust a clown that is not supposed to move, but still somehow follows you everywhere you go. Massive red flag. There's this one scene 
um, follows this one particular character for 20 minutes. He just keeps popping up. And they kept mentioning that the clown's head does not rotate. It no. can't. It can't physically rotate. That first jump scare where he sees this clown and then he pans down stairs and he pulls back to the clown and its head is twisted looking right at him. You know it's coming. Man, I'd be on my way back to New York. Yeah. Back home. See you later. In a second. See you later. Enjoy your clown. <laughs> this leads to one of our favorite segments, which is Line of the Night. 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 Blairsky, you got anything good? Man, I do not have a line of the night this episode. I tried paying attention to a good line to use, but I was just so invested into the movie, yeah. watching it, I didn't pay attention to any of the dialogue. <laughs> I had to go back and look for lines of the night, and it's a tricky one. It's not that the writing was bad, because the writing was really, really good. I feel like line of the night, we try and go with lines that are a bit funnier. Yeah. This one is a movie that I think takes itself very seriously, and it pays off. Sometimes it takes itself too seriously and it comes off as cheesy. This is not one of those movies. I've got two, though. Okay. Both delivered by the character Paul. Okay. So the first one, Paul says, everyone's a little stressed. I personally think we have no business being here. And he's talking right to the camera. And that is coming from Paul, yeah. who is like the jokester of the group. He's the goofy one. That goes back to lessons learned, like follow your gut. If you feel like you have no business being there, you probably don't have any business being there. Uh, second line of the night I have, also from Paul, when they drive past the hotel for the first time, he says, is that really it? What a shithole. I love it. Which is great. He's not wrong. No. This leads to our absolute favorite segment of the show, which is Celebrity Lookalike Time. Celebrity Lookalike Time. Blairsky, you got anything good for Celebrity Lookalike Time? I do have two Celeb Lookalikes. Excellent, excellent. I was able to pull out two. So my first one is the character Mac. Yeah. He reminded me a lot of Zach Ward. Best known for his role as the bully in 1983's A Christmas Story. <laughs> he was also in Freddy vs. Jason... And in one of the first reviews we ever did on the podcast, Bethany. Wow. Yes, sir. No way. Yes, sir. Very cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> My second celeb lookalike is the character Martin Clever. He was one of the guys they were interviewing during the interviews. During yeah. the interviews. Yeah. He reminded me a little bit of the late Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. But... Also reminded me of Kelsey Grammer, best known as Dr. Fraser Crane in the 90s sitcom Fraser. Oh, goodness. Scrambled eggs. <laughs> what do you have, man? I've got two here. I thought the character Paul reminded me a lot of film director Edgar Wright, who directed Shaun of the Dead, uh, one of the best zombie movies of all time. It is. <laughs> uh, I think it's the hair, it's the mustache, it's, yeah. And then I have the character Mac reminded me of both Ralph Innocent, 
who plays William the father in The Witch. Okay. And then he also reminded me of a young Shane McGowan, lead singer of The Pogues. I think it's because of the ears. The ears. He's got uh, he's got uh, noticeable ears he does. in this he movie. Does. Yeah. <laughs> this leads to our final score for 2015's Hell House LLC, Blairsky, out of five abandoned hotels that smell like an old sweater. What do you give Hell House LLC? I give Hell House LLC three abandoned hotels that smell like an old sweater out of five. Strong review. It's a good Strong movie. Strong review. It's yep. a good movie, man. I'm going to give it three and a half abandoned hotels that smell like an old sweater out of five. <laughs> we were really excited when we drew the names for this month's found footage. Um, and this was one, honestly, I think I was most excited for. Me too. I had seen it in the past, but I was really excited to revisit it. And I'm glad we did because this movie rocks. This movie is very, very good. Yeah, I have seen it once before, but I didn't really remember much of it. Yeah. So it was nice to kind of go back and rewatch it again. 100%. Um, for review set Scare with Jess and Blair, I'm Jess. And I'm Blair. Remember to stay scary. And eat every... A sandwich. Bye. Thank you for listening to Reviews at Scare. Make sure you check out our link tree at linktree slash reviews at scare. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash reviews at scare, which has links to our Instagram, YouTube, Patreon, Twitch, and many other things. If you'd like to email us, you can reach us at reviewsatscare at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and remember to stay scary and eat every sandwich.